This is part three of a four-part series. Albert Kligman and the University of Pennsylvania had one organization after another asking them to find out just how much radiation would affect people in different ways. Kligman immediately applied for permission from the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission to begin working with radioactive materials, as was in vogue. The lack of informed consent was in vogue as well. Prisoners in Utah were given radioactive isotopes and had blood removed, irradiated, and returned to their bodies. The prisoners who were tested on say, quote, They told us nothing about the tests, just said it wouldn't bother us, end quote. These types of experiments happened at prisons all around the country. To test how dangerous radiation could be, Dr. Carl Heller designed a study at Oregon State Penitentiary to test how much radiation would damage sperm production, how long it would take for cell production to recover, and the effect of radiation on hormones. 67 inmates were chosen for these experiments. A prisoner would sit with his scrotum in a small plastic box filled with warm water and lined with X-ray tubes that would irradiate his testicles. Dr. Heller received about $100,000 a year for a decade to conduct these tests and paid each inmate $5 a month, $10 for each testicle biopsy, and $100 for a mandatory vasectomy at the end of the program to ensure the test subjects would not father, quote, genetically damaged children, end quote. To perform radiation experiments, Kligman identified the radiation protection officer as Dr. Benjamin Kalsnick. Kalsnick says he has never visited Holmesburg Prison, and when he was contacted by the AEC about his role there, he asked for the application to check if it was really his signature on the paper. The application, he says, was never given to him. Kalsnick, looking at Kligman's application, said that Kligman was trained, quote, to put ointments on skin. What the hell was he doing with all this stuff? End quote. Kalsnick asserts that Kligman, quote, was operating nuclear chemicals without the proper credentials or training. The whole damn thing was a fraud. End quote. And he maintains that he never signed any AEC application. When Kalsnick received a call from the Atomic Energy Commission in 1964 about the Holmesburg prison trials, he told them that, quote, Since I have received no direct or indirect communications from that institution since this license was issued, I urgently request that my name be removed immediately. End quote. A nucleonics advisor was also necessary for the application, listed as Arthur Wace a doctor who similarly asked for his name to be deleted from Kligman's application. Kligman's application had, of course, already been accepted and his license procured, so Kligman had been experimenting with radiation on prisoners for months. Despite not having anywhere to store the materials, advisors on its proper handling, or qualified staff to handle it. H. Earl Tucker, the medical director of Philadelphia prisons, wrote to the AEC, that they agreed to have, quote, radioactive material on the premise, and we are permitting the use of such material in testing programs involving prisoners, because we have been assured by Dr. A. M. Kligman that the risks are essentially zero, end quote. 
1965, after Dr. Kalsnick asked for his name to be removed from the application, Kligman was told by the Atomic Energy Commission to reapply with a qualified replacement radiation protection officer. Kligman did so, stating that he had taken a six-month formal course under Kalsnick at Hahnemann Hospital and was therefore qualified to be the radiation protection officer himself. His second application was also approved. Kalsnick says, quote, I never taught Kligman anything, certainly not about radioactive material, and never at Hahnemann, end quote. Kalsnick says that Kligman had a reputation as an operator and as a man who knew, quote, how to make money out of medicine, end quote. Kligman's experimental program insisted that the risks to inmates were negligible, which panel members of the Atomic Energy Commission's Medical Advisory Committee disagreed with. The panelists thought that thymidine could reach the genetic DNA pool, that the experiment does not warrant the potential dangers, and that the compound could spread to other parts of the body. Thymidine was removed from the program application, and the application was approved. Isaac Willis, a doctor working for Kligman at the time, claims that the radioactive materials he was giving to inmates were, quote, virtually nothing compared to the Army experiments, end quote, and that many protective measures were taken. None of the Holmesburg prisoners recorded by Albert Kligman as being injected with radioactive substances remember being told they would take part in any radiation tests, but they remember the dioxin tests. Dioxin is one of the most powerful cancer-causing agents known to man, and Albert Kligman was paid $10,000 by Dow Chemicals to give it to inmates at Holmesburg Prison. Kligman wrote, quote, The Dow Chemical Company is released from liability. I assume full responsibility, end quote. A personal waiver given to inmates at Holmesburg consisted of a single sentence, saying that the undersigned give permission to the hospital and laboratories to, quote, perform medical and other tests on me, and other testers are not to be held responsible in any way for any complications or untoward results that may arise, end quote. Dow sent Kligman a sample of dioxin and said that oral doses in rabbits had killed the rabbits, and Kligman should proceed with caution, maybe beginning with only two inmates and then expanding the program. Kligman administered dioxin to about 60 prisoners, six groups of 10 inmates each, giving increasing doses until eight out of 10 subjects showed acne and three of those had blistering lesions. The amount of dioxin that Kligman had decided to administer as the program's director was 468 times higher than the recommended test dosage. Dow did not renew his contract, and after the study was revealed to the public years later, many inmates from Holmesburg wrote letters to the newspaper about sicknesses they had developed from applications and injections of dioxin, and that they had been told it was a skin softener test, and that they were not given copies of agreements nor any receipts. In later years, some lawsuits were brought against the companies and doctors who had irradiated them, like the one against Dr. Heller of Oregon, which the plaintiffs won, being awarded just over $2,000 to share between the nine plaintiffs. The complaints of dioxin poisoning were taken more seriously by the press and public 
as a result of U.S. veterans reporting health issues they were having after spreading 19 million gallons of Agent Orange, the primary ingredient of which is dioxin, across Vietnam. Not everyone was outraged, of course. Life magazine wrote a glowing, limited, and inaccurate review of Kligman's methodologies, stating in an article that, quote, In 300 trials, only a dozen or so vaccinated volunteers have had more than a brief local rash, end quote. But even if the right to inflict pain is purchased, it remains unethical. The prisoners weren't given detailed explanation as to what they would endure or what substance was being tested on them or how long the effects would last. Thank you.